Welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover the Bitcoin news, the culture, the fails from the central bankers, shitcoiners, all the above. They're kind of the same thing, central bankers, shitcoiners. Anyways, today we have a very special show. We're going to cover the entire chronological timeline of the Craig Wright versus Hodlnot saga. We're also going to talk a little bit about why Craig Wright was able to do this in the first place. We did a little bit of research last night. It's going to be a great show. I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy it. But before we get started, I want to give a very special shout out to my awesome co-host, the legendary Optimus Fields. How you doing, buddy? What's up, Nico? Good morning. I uh, just realized my camera's not on. I will flip it over right now. Uh, but yeah, guys, man, this is a good morning. Shouts out to Hodlnot. We are all Hodlnot. I'm, I'm very excited to, to go down the chron chronological order of this because this is very important. Again, shouts out to our boy Hodlnot. And then on the culture, guys, I had a piece prepared that I wanted to do today, but I will push that for tomorrow. We're going to get into all the shit coinery in Ethland and why they are wrecked and have been completely co-opted by the state and why you guys need to run a node. And we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Anyways, Nico, let's jump right into this. Yes, Becca, it's live. We are building. Anyways. All right. Let's start the show if I could find the thing. Here we go. Booyakasha! Number time! Brought to you by Noddle. They make some of the best Bitcoin nodes. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. Remember guys, if you don't run your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. And if you're a digital nomad, you have no excuse because now you could run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. At the time of this recording, the Bitcoin price is at 21,455 sats per dollar, also known as Moscow time, 4,661 block height, 750,153 reachable Bitcoin nodes, 14,723 blocks of the happening, 89,847 having estimate April 21st. 2024 total lightning network capacity 4,578 Bitcoin that's around 98 million US dollars hash rate over the last 90 days 207 exahashes my favorite stat on this list not paying attention to the price really it's the realized monetary inflation 1.78 percent absolutely taking the US dollar to school US dollars last CPI numbers was at 8.5 percent Bitcoin, that inflation rate is just going to keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller and embarrassing the fiat currencies and hopefully waking up some people and saying, why are we using, why are we forced to earn in a money that steals from us? What is going on? Anyways, the market cap of Bitcoin currently sits at $410 billion. It's literally a baby. Anyways, today I have something interesting for you. The Inflation Reduction Act was passed in Congress this week. We know, though, for a fact, or maybe it was early next week, early last week, I mean, but we know for a fact that 
this thing does anything but reduce inflation. In fact, it actually justified printing $780 billion more, of which a part of that is going to fund 87,000 new IRS agents. So they caused inflation by printing too much money. And then their resolution for fixing inflation is printing more money and then hiring extortion government agents to go after people with a stick. WTF. Anyways, this awesome journalist or new media journalist and Adam Gouliet went to Capitol Hill and he started interviewing some congressmen and women if they could even explain what inflation is. Remember, these are the people that are supposed to be tasked when fixing inflation. Take a look at their answers. It's absolutely ridiculous. Let's check it out. This is inflation. No answers, nobody knows. Can you tell us what causes inflation? much government spending, I like it. Price gouging uh, from corporations. Price gouging from corporations. Contributes. What else? Conflicts abroad. Uh, conflicts abroad? Yeah. Anything else? I think that's it for now. Do you think the American people want an academic discussion on inflation, or would they rather know that we're doing something to lower costs for everyday Americans? What, what do you think? Here. What do you think? What are you doing to lower costs, sir? What do you think? What causes inflation, Congresswoman? Will you tell us? Tell us. He's only thinking about his stride and his form. No thoughts on economic issues at this time. So, so first of all, shout out to that guy. Awesome video. Doing the Lord's work. Going up to the, the people that are literally responsible for causing this in the first place and saying, hey, what is the cause of inflation? It was really only one person, MTG, that answered it was too much government spending. It was too much money printing. The rest of them either gaslit them and then there we had one answer that was literally saying it's problems abroad and governments gouging prices. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. They printed too much money. They added more money to the money supply, making everyone's money, everyone else's money less valuable separate money from state opt out of that garbage because if you don't opt out of that garbage if your money is in dollars if you save in dollars you have to deal with that political bullshit that's like it's it's literally a steaming pile of dinosaur shit that you literally have to deal with you opt out of you opt out and you go into bitcoin you don't really have to deal with that stuff anymore you could just look from the life raft of Bitcoin, you're looking at this Titanic called the US dollar or the US dollar sinking in slow motion. And you're just looking, you're like, wow, this is ridiculous. Anyways, uh, yeah, man, these are the people that are supposed to be tasked with fixing inflation, which kind of makes sense because they did pass a law called um, Reduction Inflation Act that literally does the exact opposite of addressing inflation. Are they doing this on purpose? I would like to believe they are just because I'm a little bit of, I'm a little bit of a pessimist covering this for over a year and a half, but I don't know. Opti, what do you think? Are they gaslighting us on purpose, brother? Bro, 
Like, come on. Do we even have to ask this question anymore? Like, the parasites at the top think you're stupid. The arrogance of these people is off the charts. It, it literally should get you so pissed when you see stuff like this for these people to gaslight you on what the true nature of inflation is. But shouts out to, what's her name, MTG or MTJ or whatever. Like, at least she gave you one correct answer in that whole thing. Like, she is based as fuck. I, 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 there is hope that there is politicians out there that are willing to tell you the truth and tell you what is actually going on. I mean, the Inflation Reduction Act spend money continue to have money printer go burr to reduce inflation like this is insane this is absolutely insane and the fact that they tell you that this reduces inflation it just further proves that these people are lying to your face and they think you're dumb like i don't know what else to say i know i'm the in-house uh tinfoil hat wearer but there is no other conclusion they they realize that you don't know for the actually you know if you're watching this but the majority of people don't understand the true nature of inflation and they're just going to continue to double down and it's absolutely disgusting these people are anti-human and it, it, this should really get you pissed off like these are the parasites at the top that are supposedly your betters that are supposedly here to help you again the scariest sentence in the english language in the world is i am from the government and i'm here to help you like for fuck's sake, guys, this is this is absolutely atrocious. Dude, it, it, it's so bad that they would go and do, they would rather do these mental gymnastics, gaslighting you, literally naming a bill the exact opposite of what it does, than reduce government spending. We know for a fact that the US government, it, it, it takes in more revenue year after year, but it continues to have a deficit. And they take no responsibility for causing the mess in the first place. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, the Fed is independent. It's an independent central bank. They have no, 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 no. That's BS. Okay. Why is that BS? Because any, any act that Congress puts out, the Fed pays for. They just print the money. They create out of nowhere. And when they print that money, it's, a, it's stealing from you and me, anybody who's earning US dollars, right? And it's enriching themselves and it's enriching the very wealthy that benefit from asset inflation. But everybody else that doesn't have the means to park some of their wealth in assets gets poor, which is why the poor get poor and the rich get richer, man. And then that gives capitalism a bad name because it's like, oh, it's capitalism that's broken. No, this is crony capitalism. They're, they literally have a mechanism to extract wealth from the populace to give it to themselves and fund their own operations. Did you guys know that the U.S. government is the number one employer in the world? Makes sense why they would pass an act called Reduce Inflation Act that doesn't reduce the money printing. It increases the money printing and it makes sure that they hire a bunch of extortionists to get even more money out of the populace. Like this is beyond ridiculous. I don't think this has a political solution. The solution is to opt out of that mess in the first place, right? But anyways, so hold ridiculous. On, hold on, Nico. You can't vote your way out of this situation. Voting doesn't work. You can only vote with your pocketbook. This is why we tell you guys to opt out with Bitcoin. Voting is a scam, full stop. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it just, it, it's, it's too broken to fix it politically in a quick amount of time. I think it's gonna take, if you wanna do, you wanna do the whole fiat politics, I think maybe it's possible, but holy crap, that is a, 
that is an uphill battle. Might as well just opt out into Bitcoin, put your time, your energy, your work into that. But anyways, let's move on to the news. Daily News. Brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make some of the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch from node cases to key rings to the vents on the back of your ASIC for air management. And of course, the famous 3D printed Bitcoin grenade toy, which comes in any custom color your heart desires. You want it in gold? They make it in gold. And you can take advantage of the promo code down below to get 5% off CryptoCloaks.com. All right. So... Here's the news for today. Here's the big kahuna. Craig Wright versus the Space Cat, also known as Hot or Not, a timeline of the legal battle. Uh, shout out to this awesome article from our friends at Bitcoin Mag. On September 12, 2022, a seven-day trial will begin in Oslo, Norway, be between Craig Wright and the pseudonymous Bitcoiner Hot or Not. Wright's name might be familiar to readers as well as the space cat, Hot or Not, on Twitter. The article will provide an overview of why this case is important beyond the names involved. The team at Defending Bitcoin, a community campaign to fundraise for legal fees, researched the case timeline to gather a play-by-play -play on the story so far and bring the reader up to speed on the details of the case. Over the years, the different people have come forward and claimed they were Satoshi Nakamoto. The pseudonymous individual or group that published the Bitcoin white paper in 2008 launched the network to the world in 2009. Though many have claimed they were Nakamoto, no one has definitely proved such claims to the satisfaction of the Bitcoin community, and thus Nakamoto's identity remains a mystery. Without getting too much into the weeds, there are a few simple actions that would help to prove identity, but no one has actually made those moves. And what are those actions? If you say that you own that address, you could just sign and prove that you own that address, which Craig Wright has not done so. In fact, in the in the in the Klein lawsuit in Florida, he he gave one of the things that he entered into the record was a list of address that he so-called that he claimed he owned. But we saw a little bit later, Bitcoiners came out, OG Bitcoiners came out and said, hey, they signed from that address and they said, listen. CSW doesn't own these addresses and he's a fraud. And of course, nothing happens. Anyways, Craig Wright is one of those individuals. He has been claiming that he is Nakamoto both in and out of court, having pursued a number of legal proceedings with various European Bitcoiners. Most recently, Peter McCormack, host of the What Bitcoin Did podcast and owner of the Real Bedford Football Club, has been engaged in legal action with Wright. We covered that. Court Judge Martin Chamberlain ruled that McCormack's comment caused serious harm to the reputation of Wright. I'll get to that in a second. But also Wright advanced a deliberately false case and put forward deliberately false evidence. As a result, Wright was entitled to recover only a nominal damages of one British pound. So it doesn't sound like the judge actually believed CSW's claim. Now, why is this happening? Well, we have to understand a little bit of how the libel laws work in the UK. Mind you, I'm not a lawyer, but I did a little bit of research. This is an article by The Guardian. The name of the article, literally the headline for our audio listeners is English law abused by the powerful to threaten foreign journalists. What does that sound like to you? In fact, this got so bad in the UK that we saw the rise of what we call libel tourism. Libel tourism is a coin uh, is a term first coined by Geoffrey Robertson to describe forum shopping for libel suits. 
It particularly refers to the practice of pursuing a case in England and Wales in preference to other jurisdictions such as the United States, which prove more extensive defenses for those accused of making derogatory statements. This got so bad that the Obama administration had to pass a law protecting Americans from the libel BS. President Barack Obama, this, is, this article is dated 2010, President Barack Obama has signed into law new legislation protecting U.S. writers from foreign libel judgments. The Speech Act, recently passed by Congress, makes foreign libel rulings virtually unenforceable in U.S. courts. The act targets libel tourists who claim cases in countries whose legal systems are considered far more claimant-friendly, such as the UK. In the UK, defendants must prove statements are true, whereas in the US, claimants have to prove they are false. Some cases have been brought in the UK because US libel laws include the so-called Sullivan defense in which the claimant must prove malice or serious recklessness before the case proceeds to the courts. So it sounds like to me, right, that the UK has a history of very powerful people. These are not my words. This is the Guardian. Very powerful people abusing the libel laws over there to go after here. It's foreign journalists. What is Twitter but not a form of journalism? It's people journalism. It's people speaking their mind, getting that information out to other people. And Twitter has this beautiful way of kind of democratizing information, right? It's like, it doesn't no longer matter if you come from a very powerful institution like the New York Times, Reuters, etc. Now, if you're just providing value, you can grow your Twitter account and you could kind of be this new form of journalist, a, a new form of reporter, right? So anyway, so this, I feel like this totally applies to hot or not. English law abused by powerful to threaten foreign journalists. And in this case, it was definitely CSW that was a, that abused libel laws to go after it. If that wasn't true, why did the judge in, in McCormack's case award, uh, award right only one British pound? Anyways. So here's a chronological timeline of what happened, right? On, on the Craig Wrights versus Hodnot situation, there are actually two cases happening concurrently. On one front, Hodnot filed a declaratory statement against Craig Wright in Norway. Craig Wright filed a libel suit against Hodnot in the UK. This is, this is the timeline. March 2019, not a mega famous pseudonym on Twitter, having recently gone from around 4,000 to, uh, to around 8,000 as a result of the Lightning, Lightning Trust chain on March 16th and 17th, 2019, Hot tweeted a series of tweets about Wright. On March 29, 2019, Wright responded to Hot with a legal notice. Wright filed the following complaint against Hot in these public court documents. April 2019, Wright along with Calvin Irie, these are the two guys that founded the, the shitcoin BSV, Ontier Legal put a $5,000 BSV reward out for Hodonot's identity. That's right. The person that claims he is Satoshi is literally seeking out someone's identity. Hmm. Interesting. CoinGeek, founded by Ari, published this article promoting the reward. The potential reward drew both Twitter attention and in-person surveillance, according to Hodonot. This was where the We Are All Hot or Not movement originated, a social campaign that has seen countless Twitter users change their handles and tweet out hashtags in support of Hot or Not. Per Hot or Not, a private investigator located his place of employment posed as a police officer on the phone to get personal details slash contact information and then contact Hot or Not saying that he has documents for Hot or Not to sign. After declining to sign slash surrender more information, Hot or Not filed a declaratory judgment in Norway that he was not liable to pay damages to write in response to the Twitter legal notice. 
June 29, Haldnot Wright filed a libel lawsuit against Haldnot in the UK. August 2019, Wright filed to have Norway uh, Norwegian proceedings dismissed. September 2019, Haldnot filed a UK application to dismiss those proceedings due to the lack of UK jurisdiction in light of the fact that the same case of action proceedings were already pending in, in Norway. December 2019, a Norway Norwegian judge ruled against Wright's application to dismiss the Norwegian case that Haldnot filed. A UK hearing on Haldnot's application to dismiss the UK was held. Haldnot tweeted. January 2020, Haldnot wins the application to dismiss the UK case and the UK proceedings are dismissed. According to Haldnot, Wright appealed the ruling on, on his request for dismissal in Norway. February 2020, Wright applied for permission to appeal the dismissal rulings in the UK, Haldnot tweeted. May 2020, a UK judge approved Wright's application to appeal per Haldnot's tweet. June 2020, the Norwegian Court of Appeals denied Wright his request to have the Norwegian proceedings dismissed per Haldnot's tweet. By 2020, Haldnot tweeted that a UK court hearing on Wright's appeal of its dismissal was held. August 2020, Wright appealed to the Norwegian Supreme Court to have the Norwegian proceedings dismissed. September 2020, the Norwegian Supreme Court dismissed Wright's appeal, ensuring that the Norwegian case will continue. January 2021, judge ruled to allow Wright's appeal and UK proceedings to go ahead on the grounds that these proceedings do not involve the same cause of action because Haldonat initiated the Norwegian case and Haldonat reported that he is ordered to pay £168,000. October 2021, Haldonat's application for, for hearing seeking summary UK judgment against Wright is approved. February 2022, a UK hearing on the application for summary judgment on preliminary issues is held. May 2022, UK judge ruled that no serious harm was taken against Wright's uh, reputation and this judge dismissed the application. However, Hollownot was still ordered to pay £112,000 in adverse costs. So again, this goes back to the whole very powerful people are abusing UK libel law to go after people that have smaller war chests. Like, no serious harm, but the space cat was still forced to pay 112,000 pounds. Like, what the F is that shit? You can clearly see how very powerful and wealthy people use that to go after their political opponents. Anyways, September 2022, Hot on Right will have their seven days in Norwegian court. So, This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Clearly, Craig Wright and the person funding him, Calvin Irie, are protecting the illusion in the eyes of people that hold BSV bags that he is still Satoshi. Now, I'm glad that the UK case was dismissed. I'm upset that they still forced the space cat to pay 112,000 pounds. However, I think what's really on the line here in this Norwegian case is if Haldonot's defense wins, if he proves, right, that Craig Wright is a fraud and that Craig Wright is not Satoshi, that would be three different judges in three different countries, three different jurisdictions that have would, would have called CSW a liar. We had that in the Klein case. The judge in Florida said specifically that CSW lied. In the UK, part of the reason that they only gave CSW a one pound reward was because the judge literally said that CSW lied. 
Are the walls closing in on CSW and his misrepresentations? Perhaps. But this case is a case for all Bitcoiners. Hadonat just happened to be the one that they pursued. And I believe that he did that because Hadonat represents a very strong pleb figure in the community. And CSW definitely sees that as someone to go after. If they could take down the space cat, they could take out any one of us. And that is what he's trying to do. This is about fear and controlling the narrative. This represents all of us. This is an attack on Bitcoin. This is an attack on freedom of speech. But you're not allowed to voice that you don't believe that CSW is not Satoshi. What is that bullshit? And of course, he took advantage of some very interesting laws in the UK to go after his political opponents to the point that the Obama administration and Congress had to step in and say, yo, like, this isn't going to fly. We actually have to amend this law, which at least protects Americans now, right? So anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts, brother? Man... First and foremost, after seeing the, you know, all the receipts and, and the chronological order of the receipts, it's just, it's hard not to notice just how much of a slime ball these people are. And just like, it, it's just, it's absolutely disgusting. And, and I love, I love how you said it, you know, if they can take down hodl not, then, then they can come after any anon pleb. And, and this is what they're trying to do is to scare you into submission and, and use shitty laws to, you know, continue the facade that he isn't a liar and a fraud. And I shout out to Diogenes in the chat. And he said, the irony of fake Toshi suing a pseudonym is not lost on us. Like it, even it's just, it's absolutely disgusting, man. Like I, I don't have the right, the right words right now because it's just like, man, it's so gross to see how long this has been going on. Like Hadonauts had to deal with this since 2019. I saw him post on Twitter that he's had to pay millions of dollars just to fight for this. It's like, it's, it's just crazy, man. And furthermore, even in Satoshi's own words, he said he is not a lawyer. And what's Craig Wright always say? Like, I am a lawyer. Law is code. And it's like, bro, like CSW is a fraud. Fake Toshi is a fake. And I really hope that hot or not wins this case and we can finally put this to death because it's been a long saga for bitcoiners having to deal with this ridiculous con man and now maybe we can finally get some light at the end of the tunnel and, and we can know for sure at least that he is a fraud and a liar like you said on multiple continents so there is no benefit of the doubt or even any any semblance of hope that this is actually quote-unquote satoshi because this is absolute bullshit. If you look at Satoshi's own writings, if you consider what he's created, the man that created Freedom Money is out here trying to sue a pseudonym when Satoshi himself was in a non-creator. It's just like, guys, you, this narrative is thoroughly dead in my opinion, but what do I know? I'm just an average Bitcoiner on the internet that sees through the bullshit. And it's just, man, 
Shouts out to Hot or Not. We are all Hot or Not. Uh, shouts out to everyone that is in the space with the We Are All Hot or Not avatar and everyone on Twitter that is that is for the culture that understands that. Look, we need to protect our own, and it doesn't do us any service to to just throw Bitcoiners under the bus for for whatever reason, man. Like, are we not trying to fight for freedom, money? There will be people that are made martyrs, but let's make sure that Hodlnot is not made a martyr here and he can get back to his life because what did he do? He put out the truth on Twitter and people are trying to stop the truth from being seen. It's absolutely disgusting. Anyone, if I'm, I'd be surprised if anyone watched our show and was a BSV holder, but if you are, you should be ashamed of yourself, dump your coins and go all in on the true real Bitcoin Bitcoin BTC. This is this is insane. This is absolutely insane and it's disgusting to see and it just like man these people are disgusting slime balls and I just hope that we can see the end of this come out and hot or not come out on top and the facts can be laid out to rest and CSW will be known to be the fraud and con man that he is that other courts have proven to show so this is a long time coming and I, I just really hope that we can put this to rest after September you know I'm 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 hoping that that the best outcome comes out for hot or not because man the space cat needs to get back to his life this is fucking his shit up and I I just would not want to see anyone go through the same thing it just man you know shouts out to hot or not I wish you the best bro we are all hot or not I you know Godspeed bro Let's get this over with. Let's get you back to your life because he's just a Bitcoiner trying to do the best he can and spread the truth the best he can, guys. Like, this is absolutely insane, but maybe we can we can finally put this to rest after three years. So we are all hot or not. Support the space cat. And, uh, man, it's just, it's absolutely disgusting. Fuck fake Toshi. Bitcoin is the way. Yeah, dude, I, I, I literally couldn't said it better myself. Guys, if you want to do your part, you want to do a little bit of support, we popped it up. Uh, if you're listening to this, you could visit Defending Bitcoin, DefendingBTC.com, and you could contribute a little bit at the end of the day. Like I said, this is an attack on Bit on all Bitcoiners. If they could silence the, hot, the, the space cat, they're going to feel emboldened to silence every other every other person. Now, one of the things that I want to mention about, you know, Satoshi and look, one of the most important things Satoshi ever did was step away and not reveal who he is. Why? Because if he revealed who he was as an individual, it would defeat the purpose, right? This is Bitcoin is greater than all of us, right? Um, this is going to change the world fundamentally it allows people to store wealth effectively without the fear of confiscation or debasement it it, it allows people to send wealth effectively without fear of censorship and satoshi knew that which is one of the reasons he disappeared he knew that they would go after him right so yeah man look I find it absolutely ridiculous that the person that claims he is Satoshi goes out and sues a synonymous person, right? 
and sues him for questioning that he is Satoshi. That that is the ex- <laughs> that is the the opposite of what Bitcoin represents, bro. And not only that, going through the legal system. Not to mention all the times that Craig Wright has gone after people that are hosting the white paper. And then threatening them with lawsuits of copyright. Like, yeah, man, it's just, it's, this is absolutely ridiculous. We must support and stand beside the space cat. And I know that he's going to win this. I know that this case will prove another case that has shown that Craig Wright lied. Three, two cases already, two judges, not my words, two judges literally saying that he lied. The addresses that he provided in the Klein case, Bitcoiners signed for those addresses and said, hey, no, you don't own that. And you're a fraud, right? You can't cryptographically sign for a Bitcoin address unless you actually own those private keys. So I hope another court now in Norway, it would be the UK, it would be Florida, it would be the United States, and now in Norway comes to the same conclusion that this guy's a liar because the more courts say that this guy's a liar, the harder it will be for a court, a judge to take this guy seriously, take him at face value. This guy must be exposed for what he is, a liar and a fraud. And I'm entitled to my opinion. Anyways, update. I don't know what we have in the culture, but I'm still excited. Opti's been getting a lot better. Let's start it. Daily culture brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. Swan incentivizes self-custody and they also incentivize dollar cost averaging. Spread out that risk. Visit swanbitcoin.com today. Let's go. All right, guys. Well, like I said in the beginning, I had a whole other culture piece today, but we got asked to cover this and what's more fitting than shitting on the mother asshole of shitcoins himself, Ethereum. And before I go into it, guys, I, I don't even like talking about shitcoins because I find them completely irrelevant. But Ethereum being the quote-unquote number two competitor at times needs to get covered. And so I'm going to go in. I brought some a lot of receipts. I had to dwindle down the receipts because I, I had just way too many receipts. So hopefully I do this justice, guys, because... I think there's really, really a great point being made. And furthermore, a lot of Bitcoin maxi, uh, you know, point of views have been vindicated and it's no longer theoretical. Anyways, shouts out to at Checkmatey on Twitter. He's been putting all the receipts. I put them in the description. There's a YouTube video that you guys should watch. I was going to put it on the screen, but it just gets too messy. So anyways, we are talking about what has been happening on the East chain and started with the tornado cash event, but here is the thread and it's shake and it goes, okay, folks, this thread is on why I believe the Ethereum merge is a monumental blunder and it will blow up. Anyways, he goes on and continues and he's quote reading his own 
tweet and goes, in one move, the U.S. government has demonstrated that they own Ethereum, DeFi, and he's being very generous here when he goes, folks, do us all a favor, ditch the move to proof of stake so you don't hand consensus to them as well. I would double down and be guys, please move the proof of stake so that this is not all theoretical and we can show once and for all that ETH is and has been co-opted by the state, that ETH is the mother asshole of shit coinery and you should not be holding ETH. And if you are watching this show and holding ETH, you should dump them right now because you are about to get wrecked and I don't want that for anyone, guys. This is why we come out here every single day is because shit coins literally ruin people's lives because they're decentralization theater art. Anyways, let's get into this and here are some receipts. So I have David Hoffman, one of the biggest ETH shills out there at Trustless States, and he goes, every Ethereum monetary policy change ever has benefited ETH holders. Woo, okay. Sounds like the fiat system recreated on the blockchain. We tell you this all the time, but shouts out to Bitcoin is saving. And he goes, ETH protocol changes are primarily motivated by plan B stock to flow model. Plan B has blocked all of the Bitcoin toxic maxis for criticizing him. Hmm. Anyways, he got some screenshots from Dave Hoffman himself. So think of the merge as an ocean current. Swimming against proof of work selling is hard, but the merge reverses is Ethereum's flows, ETH goes from swimming against current to swimming with it. In proof of stake, if Ethereum stops swimming, its price still goes up. Amazing. Pumpamentals, tokenomics, all they care about is number go up. They do not care about decentralization, but let's get into it. So, shouts out to Samson Mao. He put in a great thread i'm pretty sure in the description and he goes ethereum's problems are caused by constantly optimizing for tokenomics over decentralization security and resilience it looks like the merge and proof of stake will lead to complete regulatory capture by centralized exchanges and staking platforms and there's no way out for them you can see ethereum a little bambi and reality as a leopard with the paw on its neck so let's get into it how did we get here well you have 66% of validators that need to adhere to OFAC regulations and the ETH they have deposited the state can't be withdrawn because the withdrawal function wasn't coded because my tokenomics. Remember, I brought the receipts the past week. We already covered most of this, but we're going to continue to cover this. So here's the quote tweet in here and he goes, start with the big current one. Currently, it looks like over 66% of the beacon chain validators were adhered to OFAC regulation and it's talk, it, it tags at Lido, it tags Coinbase, Kraken, Stake does, Bitcoin Sui. But wait, Ethereans can just UASF like those Bitcoin maxis, right? Like they can totally show Coinbase who's the boss, right? No. Ethereans don't run their own nodes, and second, most services depend on Infura, but that's not even the main problem. Remember our tweet we put out on our Twitter about Jeff Bezos being the biggest holder of ETH nodes because no one runs their node because they literally can't run full quote-unquote archival nodes. Oh my goodness. Remember the 2017 block wars. I will string this back in. Let's continue down this thread. To UASF, you need software to run, which they don't have, nor do they want to. Anyways, 
Another way of saying prevent the censoring of OFAC sanctioned transactions could be helping evade sanctions. Remember the Ethereum developer that got arrested for helping North Koreans evade sanctions. Say what you want about government authorities, but play stupid games, win stupid prizes. All right, so in Ethereum, UASF is off the table. But we can just slash Coinbase and other big stakers if they dare to comply with OFAC compliance. Now, Emson Mao puts it, I may be a pathetic Bitcoin maxi, but I did spend 10 minutes researching and found there is no mechanic to slash Coinbase. There is no code to detect and punish anyone for censoring transaction. The slashing mechanic only works to punish downtime or double signings. Let's go into this. As you can see, again, Samson Mao continues to dunk on these idiots over on meth. And he goes, if Coinbase shuts down a major revenue generating business when they just posted losses in excess of $1 billion last quarter, it would be grounds for a massive class action lawsuit. Brian must continue the staking biz and comply with regulations. And he's got some screenshots in here. And, he, and this is by a uh, Left Eras Carapetsis. I don't know how to say his name. He goes, question for Lido, Coinbase, Kraken, Stacked US, and Bitcoin Suite. If regulators ask you to censor at the Ethereum protocol level with your validators, will you A, comply and censor at protocol level, or B, shut down the staking service and preserve network integrity? And of course, we're bringing the receipts. And what does Brian Armstrong respond with? Well, it's a hypothetical we hopefully won't actually face. Well, reality may be different, Mr. Armstrong, but if we did, we go with B, I think, and let's get back here. They would shut down the staking service and preserve network integrity. Amazing. So as Linda Alden has been covering on Twitter, she's been, she's been doing great work on Twitter and she goes, Troy Cross and others see the plan. Switch to proof of stake, keep fees high, burn ETH, market as ESG, anti-Bitcoin, and token burnbacks, and keep this going as long as possible like Apple after Steve Jobs. Guys, remember when we brought the receipts and telling you who actually owns Ethereum, <clears throat> JP Morgan, <clears throat> Uh, Bezos. Anyways, if you think this is just Bitcoiners talking out of their ass, I put the receipts in the description and you can hear ETH core devs themselves talking about censoring transactions and how the merge will in fact censor transaction. And again, if you think that this is just some ETH devs and not King Vitalik himself, again, I put those receipts in the description and you can hear Vitalik Buterin himself talking on the two types of censoring that would go on on ETH2. I'm not going to play these videos. You can check them in the description, but I'm going to continue to go on here. And again, at Checkmatey is doing a great job on Twitter documenting all of this. And he goes, so many debates of late end here. Ad hominem attacking credibility and that your research is full of errors, but then they cannot re refute the piece or the video that you will see in the description. Nobody has done so yet. Not even a single dot ETH will refute this. This is signal, folks. This is the signal. And he, he's quote tweeting himself and he goes, lol, refute the piece, mate. So far, all I hear, it's wrongly with no case and support you guys can do better refute the facts but you guys know that the facts are the facts and you guys continue to double down on your shit coinery anyways checkmate he continues to go on he goes when you strip away all the twitter banter my arguments have been in good faith bankless dave hoffman would debate a catfish if it had an opinion i seem to be radioactive and here is where the bitcoiners 
just continue to double down on toxicity because this is the way. Fuck your shitcoin. Anyways, as MVK says, you are starting to understand why maxis are toxic. Shitcoiners act in bad faith and lie when confronted with inconvenient truth. As we said in the beginning, guys, shitcoinery is all about pumpamentals. They just want number to go up. And while I'll tell you guys all the time, I came for the money, but I stayed to fix the money. The only way you're going to fix the money is by 21 million hard cap and true censorship resistant decentralization, which no shitcoin can claim. Anyways, let's keep going down memory lane. We're bringing the receipt at name Sios. I don't, I, I, sorry for butchering your name, bro. And he goes, just saving this going to be hella relevant in the upcoming months and years. And it's a screenshot of Italic himself in 6917 saying the idea of average users personally validating the entire history of the system is a weird mountain man fantasy. There I said it. Oh my God, does reality come at you fast sometimes, Vitalik? This is literally why we had the 2017 block size war so that we can ensure that you, the user out there, can run your own node, use your own node, verify your own transactions, and retain decentralization. All these ETH nodes are run on AWS and Fura servers. They, no one can literally run a full node at home. This is why we do what we do. Run a node, use a node, verify your transactions from the Genesis block because I don't trust anyone with my money and I'm not going to outsource this to some freaking technocrats out there in shitcoin land so that they can tell me what my money is. No, take back responsibility, use a node, verify your transactions. This is why we do it so that we do not recreate the fiat system on the blockchain. This is what ETH is. Remember what Nico called it sometime this week? ETH is literally Fedcoin. We brought in the receipts. Now I'm just going to broad strokes this because... Look at what this dot ETH guy is saying. Social consensus is law. And as Hadamagoo put, so first it's code is law. And when that doesn't work, it's social consensus is law. Wait until people find out social consensus means pre-mine recipients are in charge. And just to continue to put their face in the dirt. I've been loving not grubbles on Twitter. And this is, this is the vibe, man. When Ethereum devs and influencers inevitably start telling their users to run validating nodes so they can avoid ex existential censorship, I will sit back with a glass of whiskey and bask in being right. Now, guys, I hate to, you know, I don't like to be the I told you so guy, but we told you this would happen. This is like the biggest I told you so moment that any Bitcoin maximalist can have. And they are still doubling down on their highly regardation. This is insane, guys. This is why we fought the block size wars. This is why there was all this, this noise about making sure that the block stayed small, making sure that Bitcoin stayed decentralized so that the users can verify the network. Use a node. Make sure you are actually receiving Bitcoin or else you are going to get wrecked. I hope... I hope everyone here is a Bitcoiner already. And if you're not, there hopefully is still time for you to not get wrecked. And also, I said it in the space, and I'll say it right here. We got a message yesterday, Nico, of someone that's been listening to our show, and, and it finally clicked in their head that, oh, my God, these toxic Bitcoin maximalists have been right. And this is why I need to be Bitcoin only 
Bitcoin is the only true decentralized coin in the space. There is Bitcoin and there is shitcoin. And Ethereum is the mother asshole that all shitcoins come from, guys. I am going to double down. Ethereum, please go to proof of stake so that this is not theoretical, so that we can show the world finally that ETH is the biggest shitcoin in the space. It is decentralization theater. It is a hot garbage pile of trash, and it is a blockchain searching for a problem. Uh, in that video that I put down there in the description by Checkmate, it was something on the lines. He was quoting Jurassic Park, and he said something on the lines. Uh, the scientists are the devs. We're so busy on thinking if they can make this chain that they never ask themselves whether they should. All this time, you guys have been dunking on Bitcoiners. All the time, the flippening was about to happen. It was all wasted energy, wasted capital, because you guys are playing stupid games and you are finally winning your stupid prize. This is absolutely insane. Yeah, I'm just happy I'm a Bitcoiner. I'm, I'm happy that, that I, I kept it simple. I stayed humble. I stacked sats because I don't have to do this anymore. Literally, find Bitcoin Zen, guys. Provide the value, save in Bitcoin, and you don't have to worry about this stuff. Bitcoin is decentralized. Continue to make it more decentralized. Use a node. Verify your own transactions and continue to save in Bitcoin. Anyways, Nico, jump in. What are your thoughts? Dude, you fucking absolutely murked these people. ETH was really exposed in the last two weeks that it's run by Jeff Bezos, controlled by the US government. And that has to fundamentally go down to the design of ETH and the fact that they focused on adding more functionality, adding features, but those adding those features requires more hardware requirements which means that less and less people are going to be running those nodes which is why the majority of eth nodes are run on servers half of which are run on amazon servers meaning jeff bezos is the one it should really be called bezos like they should just change the name of ethereum to bezos um and then another component is the proof of stake. Proof of stake is just going to make things worse because the validators in proof of stake, the biggest validators are going to be exchanges because they're the ones that hold the most amount of ETH, right? And again, we know that those handful of exchanges can and will be captured by governments. You heard Brian Armstrong say to himself, he said that he would shut it down. No, he wouldn't. You know, there was such a huge, huge portion of his revenue comes from staking. So he would literally be fired as a public company CEO. Like the whole thing is just rotten. And I and never forget this quote by Guy Swan. And he basically makes the argument that shitcoiners don't mind stabbing Bitcoin in the back if it means getting their Lambos. And I think that's the priority for shitcoiners. It's really about enriching themselves while Bitcoiners are for separating money from state. But anyways, we're running out of time. Let's go to the meme review. Daily meme review. Brought to you by Citadel 21. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. It's stories, articles, comics by actual Bitcoiners. This is the artwork for volume 11. This is the artwork for volume 10. And this is the artwork for volume two. Volume two is almost sold out because there's only a thousand physical copies made per volume. So get your prints of Citadel 21 today before they run out. Guys, before we move on to the meme review, I want to give a shout out to 
Pacific Bitcoin is going to be the largest Bitcoin conference on the West Coast, hosted in sunny, sunny Los Angeles, California. November 10th through the 11th, speaker list includes Corey Clipson, Lynn Alden, Jeff Booth, Dylan LeClaire, Pierre Richard, Eric Kassan, Alex Gladstein, Mark Moss, and many, many more. You definitely want to get your tickets to Pacific Bitcoin, and you can take advantage of the promo code SIMPLY to get 10% off your tickets to Pacific Bitcoin. All right, Nico. Well, in the vein of ETH just being absolutely wrecked, I know I know we get in trouble for playing videos, but we have to play this video. And shouts out to Samson Maui. He's absolutely nuked ETH. So let's get into this. Set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our civilization and to set free a suffering humanity. Yeah, you got to disable son. the volume, dude. Pride of our okay, nation. I got you. The, the it's you know music getting you all you getting you all fired up because the U Bitcoin yeah, USF, the, it was war out there in in the in the Twitter verse you know we fought for this decentralization we fought for the freedom money and we go we got uh, Giacomo I know I said his name wrong <laughs> we got what Brian Armstrong in there is he getting getting shot or what look man this is the vibe, guys. I know we tell you all the time that there may not be a kinetic war, but we are fighting out here a disinformation war. And look at the ETH guys. You can enable the volume now. You look at the ETH guys. <laughs> oh my God. This is what they're doing over there. They're playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes and looking like fools. It's absolutely amazing. Amazing meme, Samson. This is literally what they're doing. What is this? What is this? I, I don't no understand. Idea, bro. I have no <laughs> I have no idea what is going on here. I don't know, man. What uh, the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, what's uh like they're trying to play soccer for those that are in the space. They're trying to play soccer, but they're doing all kinds of ridiculous dancing moves. It looks like they are stripping in the soccer game and they can't even play the game right. It's absolutely embarrassing. Imagine being in East shit corner right now. This is what you guys look like. Freaking ridiculous. Anyways, let me change screens here so I can get you guys the rest of the memes for today. I know that one went a little longer than usual, but sometimes we got to do what we got to do. And again, on the theme of Ethereum, we got... <laughs> We got this meme. This is kind of a template we've used before, but here we are, you know, the Bitcoin maxi on the side of the river going, guys, watch out for the waterfall. And you got, you know, the ETH merge is the river going over the waterfall. And we got shut up toxic maxi and an excited noob. Here comes the merge. Yay. So excited. And then someone going off the waterfall cliff into regulatory capture. This could happen to Bitcoin too, you know? We are not in this together. There is Bitcoin and there is shitcoin. And again, I'm just gonna continue to dunk on shitcoiners because why not? This is why we're here. This is what you love to see. So we got this, you know, the, the standard meme of the guy in the unimpressed girl's face at the club and he goes, so basically we end up locking in our coins in the staking program, which means we'll basically never have access to it unless we get on this queue after a year, but it's okay because they're decentralized. So fuck the system. He, he anyways, want to buy me a drink? 
Oh my god. And that was that was by uh at Fiat Sucks. Great, great meme. Sometimes memes are the words and not the meme himself. And then we got tagged by RD Bitcoin, RD BTC. He's one of the best memers. He always been dropping fire memes. And he goes, It's not very interesting to be honest. Hashtag Bitcoin. And we got the noob here, baby little kitten, their first bear market versus unimpressed SpongeBob in every bear market afterwards. Yes, guys. If this is your first bear market, I know it's scary out there. I know I know you think you're going to get wrecked. You're going to lose your life savings. But I'm telling you, this is part of the process. You will become the jaded Bitcoiner and enjoy the ride, understanding that number will continue to go up as freedom goes up. And all you have to do is just pass the time into hyper-Bitcoinization, provide the value, save in Bitcoin, and spread the sound money gospel. This is the way. And of course... I had to add this one. Shouts out to Ding Dong 3001. With I love I love his formats of, of memes that he does, making them Bitcoin related. And this one is a shout out to the Space Cat. We are all hot or not with the Bitcoin logo and us looking out into the void, understanding that we are all hot or not. This is why we do it, guys. This is why you create great relationships with Bitcoiners out there because we are in the trenches, guys. This is an information war and they will make martyrs out of us if we do not stand up for this. So, shouts out to Hot or Not. I wish you the best. Godspeed, bro. We will make it through this. You will make it through this and you will get your life back, bro. So, what do I have here? Oh, I know. <laughs> no, wait, wait, before you rate the meme, Guys, this is the meme review, and this is simply Bitcoin Live. You have to give the meme an object. It could be any random object. Let us know in the chat. Opti and I will will read them out. Rate the meme. Opti, what would you give those memes first? Okay. Well, I, I'm running out of things on my desk, so I will bring more things so I have more gadgets. But today, I will give you my wallet. Leather wallet. We'll give you a leather wallet for the score. Do you have cash in there, Opti? Are you a trader? Uh, no cash. Absolutely nuke of no fiat. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give it this case that came with my new mic. The Electro something. Electro voice. Yeah, I'm going to give it an Electro voice case mic or case. Yeah, that's my score. Bitcoin Becca. She gives the scores. My pink nail polish. We got Tuscan Bitcoin. I give those means a can of Copenhagen. Wow, you did, bro. Jeez. Oh, 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 Opti knows. Uh, Alexandra, Alexander, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, yes, I, I have wallet. fiat debit cards, plastic debit credit cards. Nuke me all Traitor. you want. Hey. Norwell Tacos, I give those memes my pink nail polish. Oh, they're having a nail polish fight. Um, Half finished 3D print because my temp control failed. Thanks, Robert. That is a great score. All right, going once, going twice, going three times. All right, that was the meme review. Guys, before we go, don't forget to check out Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. We've been dropping hot articles. You definitely don't want to miss them. What, what the hell is wrong with the Federal Reserve? We should end it. And hashtag end the Fed. ESG exposed, Larry Fink, all of that good stuff. Definitely go check out www.simplybitcoin.news, also known as Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. Also join Simply Bitcoin's Telegram group. It is T 
bit.ly slash the Simply Bitcoin channel. If you're in the YouTube video, the link is down in the description. And oh, oh some people said it. Extemos gives those memes a Bitcoin patch and Kessler gives them one printing press going burr. Extemos says end the Fed. Anyways, there was a pleb site, a very special pleb site. Let's check it out. Pleb sites. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that stores their Bitcoin seed on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage, dog attacks, everything. Your seed can be eaten by dogs or cats or animals if you store it on paper. You definitely want to store your seed on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the Cypher Safe. Get yourself a Cypher wheel or a Cypher grid today. Visit cyphersafe.io. All right, guys. Of course, we are going to do the We Are All Hot or Not website for, for the culture, man. This is defendingbtc.com. Guys, I know you don't like to spend your Bitcoin, but I've donated to Hot or Not. I, I, I encourage you guys to donate for the fight because, man, this is a lot bigger than just a space cat. So defendingbtc.com guys you can use open sats to donate you can donate with bitcoin you can donate with fiat there's seven days remaining go check it out there's a bunch of articles support the space cat guys this is this is a fight for all of us and you know shouts out to you hot or not i wish you the best man godspeed again one more time defendingbtc.com go donate to hot or not put in whatever you can you know, join the fight because we need to ensure that our own does not get wrecked out there. Man, I wish you the best, hot or not. I hope you hear this. I hope you see that the community is behind you. Not all the community, but all the real motherfuckers are out here showing their true colors. Guys, support hot or not. Do whatever you can. Even if it's just tweeting this out, whatever, guys. Just make sure you guys are supporting the hot or not. Again, one more time, defendingbtc.com. Shouts out to you, bro. Shout out to the Space Cat. We must stand in solidarity. An attack on Hodonaut is an attack on all of us. Definitely want to go check out DefendingBTC.com. Remember what they're trying to do. They're trying to scare the rest of us for, uh, to be silent, right? They don't want people calling CSW fake Satoshi because PSV... The illusion of BSB, people owning BSB, depends on people thinking that CSW is Satoshi. So, yes, definitely go help out Hot or Not. I also want to give a shout out to our awesome clothing sponsor, ReprezentLTD.com. Opti and I wear the hoodies, the shirts, soon the hats every single day. He makes Bitcoin merch. He's making Simply Bitcoin merch. It's comfy. It's stylish. And you can take advantage of the promo code down below to get 10% off representltd.com guys that was our show if you enjoyed simply bitcoin live with all the mess ups because it's a live show definitely consider subscribing i i did the like thing but i meant subscribe definitely consider subscribing smash that like button comment 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 share the video that is the number one thing you could do to help us that's what the youtube algorithm likes the most spread the bitcoin message spread it be a Bitcoin evangelist, be a Bitcoin revolutionary, share Simply Bitcoin, spread the message, get more people on a Bitcoin standard, take self-custody. That's how we win. We will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode 
of Simply Bitcoin.